Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. Today we're going to review a film from the Palm Springs International Shorts Fest and Film Market, which uh, kicks off today and runs through the 27th. Uh, We had the good fortune to be there last year and um, review a number of films. You can go back in our archives if you dig this festival and enjoy this year. You can um, check out some of the great stuff. They always they, they have just wonderful short films, and I think as Netflix and um, Redbox and stuff has kind of really pushed uh, going to the movie theater aside. And we find ourselves with, we just occasionally get an indie that gets a small theatrical run or we, uh, you know, we're just, we're either, we either have too many choices or not enough when it comes to going to the movie theater. So these short film festivals are very fun because you get to see uh, just a little peek into a director's vision. And I don't want to say little, like little, but you know what I mean? It's short. It's not an hour and a half. Um, sometimes the films are 30 minutes. Sometimes they're 10. Sometimes they're 15. And you get to see just really who the next voices are, who you know in the next year or so will be directing a feature, or maybe the next two years. And you get to kind of get a jump start on uh, the next filmmakers. And that's what I really enjoy about it because I. Uh, the show, we cover a lot of festivals where it's mostly features. We do have shorts, but everybody's jumping at the features because they want to see uh, the two-hour movie or some festivals. Um, I'm not going to name names, but a few festivals are kind of pricey in their tickets, so you don't really... I won't go into that, but I mean, it's you know $15, and then you get like 40 minutes of movies, so um, but this festival is one of the premier short festivals in the world. It's also connected to the Palm Springs International Film Festival, which is in January. And that one is like, like West Coast, I don't want to say Sundance because Sundance isn't that far. Um, but that's the one where, um, you know, the people slash celebrities are out. And so it's really cool to be a part of this festival because they give uh, the indies and there's actually a program uh, that we're going to be seeing this weekend called star program. And every film is produced or uh, has a known actor. So that's kind of cool to see them doing indie work. Uh, but today's film, I'm I'm only not getting into it because I don't have the director on the phone yet here. Uh, we're going to be speaking with Annie O'Neill, and she's, uh, um, this is my first time meeting her, and hold on, she's calling in right now. Yeah. Welcome, Annie. Are you with us? I am. Hi there. Thank you so much. Oh, no, you're welcome. We We appreciate doing it, and... That's why we're here, and we're happy because this is episode number 102, so we're glad wow. to be covering. Yeah, we're glad to be covering Palm Springs again, and 
Um, I, I watched your film this morning. I hadn't told uh, the audience anything about it yet. I just told them oh. a little bit about Palm Springs and, oh. and, uh, and um, how it was last year. It's a great festival. Um, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's a really, uh, other than it's about 128 degrees outside. <laughs> Well, and a movie theater is exactly where you want to be on a day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Let people know they – go ahead. Oh, this Palm Springs Shorts Fest is legendary at this point. I was just talking to a friend who told me that six years ago he used to go, and it was just kind of catching on. And it – well, first of all, Palm Springs is a great place to see a film. There are so many – cinephiles there. There's so many film lovers of every sort. You can find people who like docs, who like action, who like thrillers. I mean, it's just a really film-friendly town. So it's a great place to see a film and then go out afterwards and talk about it. And you'll hear people at the next table talking about their other films. And it's really, anybody who's listening is anywhere near Palm Springs, you need to go there. And you need to go tomorrow for my film. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Tomorrow (laughs) Wednesday the 22nd at 10.30 a.m. The Camelot Theater is pretty cool because they have um, three screens. One is very, very yeah. big. The other two are a little bit smaller. Um, and then the uh, there's, uh, what do you call it? There's panels. Some are for filmmakers only. That was something that they did change from last year. Uh, last year, panels were open to anybody with a badge. But um there's also a short film market. I I never asked if the public yeah. is able to to attend that, but um, yeah, we're gonna get into and we're gonna get into Annie's film. But we want to let you guys know, like we said, it, it was no joke that it's in the hundreds there. Um, they do keep the the festival well air conditioned, and it's kind of funny because you'll. Uh, you'll see people just rushing into the theater and rushing out. It's like the <laughs> filmmakers stand in the lobby and talk, and then the theater people tell you to move, and then it's like, end of conversation, we're leaving, bye, I'll see you in the lounge. <laughs> or it's like nobody right. wants to even talk for two seconds outside, and it's like there's a step oh. and repeat, and it's like nobody's taking their picture with it, and it's just, <laughs> it's just absurd. Well, um- Jessica Lewis, my co-director, and um, uh, Todd Pinckney, the incredible DP who is responsible of the beautiful look of Phil's Camino, they will be there doing a Q&A after the screening. It's always – film festivals, first of all, are such a treat for any community. And if you ever see that one is happening near you, you should go because you're going to see some really great films. And then on top of that – you get to talk to and ask questions of the filmmakers afterwards. And that's a really cool thing to find out about the creative process, how the film came about. It's really great. And I I love going to film festivals. When I'm in a film festival, I try and go to as many films as possible because, man, it's so interesting to meet the filmmakers afterwards. And uh, so I highly recommend it. I hope you're all Leave your air-conditioned home just long enough to get to the theater and then be in the air-conditioned theater. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. And that part about um, I, whenever I go to film festivals, I think about, like, imagine what it was like like if you went and saw, like, Jodie Foster's Money Monster and then, like, George Clooney and Jodie Foster came out for a Q&A. You know, it's like, 
Yeah. They're just people, but it's like that's what that that is one thing I really dig about uh, the film festivals is something that you're like, oh my god, how'd you plan that? They're just like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. one camera yeah. broke, and so we had to shoot it with this <laughs> camera, and it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. well that wasn't an exciting story, but thank you for telling us. Um, but it's but it's so cool to hear how things evolved like that because especially a story like what you just told, because then when something breaks in our life and we go, Oh man, it just broke. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. No, no. Along the way, just like that filmmaker ended up with a great film because of that thing that looked like a nuisance or a frustration or a challenge. And I will tell you that in Phil's Camino, the things that I thought were the the hardest to get over, like, Oh, how are we going to solve that? ended up being my favorite moments in the film. So it's really been a great lesson and a great blessing for me just as a regular person in life to just remember that when something's challenging, it may end up being your favorite thing ever. Well, plus here we can, uh, I have the synopsis on the page where you, where you listen to this, but um, I'd kind of like to go with you explaining it because all all I'll start out by saying is that um, this is kind of the peak of making do with what life deals with you deals. (laughs) And um, I purposely uh, most of the time when I get screeners, I, I don't read a synopsis because I want um, to have a surprise or I want to, have something have that much more of an effect on me. And I just decided to read it only because that I do that with shorts because I, uh-huh. uh, I know whether or not to set myself up for something. And um, I, seven or eight years ago, I lost my grandma and she didn't find out until it was stage four cancer. And so I saw this and I just thought this was so, uh, and I'm not going to ruin anything, but this was so important to me because this is exactly, um, you know, hers was bone, so she couldn't actually do what we're going to have you talk about in the film. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this was kind of her, like, you know, they'd say she was going to pass away this date, and then two weeks later she'd be alive, and they'd give her a new date, and then a month later she'd be alive. Oh so I God. saw this film, and I just thought this is like, totally what my grandma would have been doing would have just been like, um, you know, oh. no, I'm choosing to go. And so, so that part of it, I really enjoyed. So with that, the, the film is called Phil's Camino. Um, and we'll let the director uh, explain the synopsis here for us. Well, it's, um, it's a story about a man named Phil and he does have stage four cancer. He has a dream to walk the Camino de Santiago. And the Camino is a 500-mile-long spiritual pilgrimage in Spain. So he doesn't see how that's going to happen because he goes for his chemo treatments um, every two weeks. And so, but he doesn't give up. And so what he does is he makes his own Camino in his backyard. He lives um, in the Pacific Northwest, and he's got a forest behind his house. And he just walks this perimeter over 10 acres to make a 0.88-kilometer loop. 
And he walks it over and over, and he keeps track in a little notebook of how many, how many laps he walks each day. And then he goes inside, and he traces his route on a map of Spain. So he knows where he would be in Spain if he was walking in Spain. So he looks at the towns and finds out a little bit about the town. And he starts drinking Spanish wine and eating tapas. And he makes his own Camino in his backyard. And he, he walks the entire length of the Camino without ever leaving home. And right. it, just, and it, really, it, really, it really struck me when I met Phil because I just thought, you know, a lot of times we just think of our, what we want to do is outside of ourselves. And certain things have to happen in order for that, for us to achieve them. And here's this guy who, you know, clearly the things outside of him said that he wasn't going to achieve his dreams. And yet he did it anyway. He didn't wait. He didn't say, oh, well, too bad, can't do it. He did it anyway. And it just, it's it, that to me, and still that to me, the most amazing part of Phil's story. Because as you know, you've seen the film, Phil's story does get pretty amazing after that. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of like a, almost like a, huh? You know, like a, it, like a yeah. really, and... I think, and those, I never know um, whether or not to, to to say too much. I I like that that what you said, like you don't read the synopsis. I'm the same way. I don't like to know about a film before I see it. And yet there are times, you know, at film festivals, there's always, you know, you're looking in the program. You kind of can't help it. But I think even if you read the synopsis for Phil's Camino, nothing prepares you for the twists and turns that are in Phil's story. It's it's just amazing. Right, and you still don't know what to what to expect or what's coming your way. And I mean, I I um, given that uh, if I remember correctly, it has a twenty. I think what is it, twenty eight or thirty minute running time. Um, twenty eight. And of course, minutes, yeah. it's a yeah twenty eight minutes. And of course, it's a doc, so this isn't um, this isn't <laughs> fictional or a made up character. Right. And so yeah. that kind of adds to it. And that's one of the cool things too, like you're saying about Palm Springs is that you get these really um, like, there was just this really out there sci-fi movie that I interviewed the filmmaker and it was from Switzerland. And it was just, it seemed so beyond what most people would like, but then really it was just like had this total subversive message about how like <laughs> like we don't communicate like like we're getting too into devices and and yeah. I just thought this is brilliant because he it, the director moved me past a genre that I'm not big on and shaped yeah, it in this yeah. movie that I might not enjoy um, but for this one you know a, a personal attachment aside I mean it was I always let people know it's it's the film is, you know, everything's there. There's, I mean, what I think non-filmmakers don't know will forget, and this is in a condescending way, is that there's certain festivals where, like, there won't be a film with a sound issue or a continuity problem or a, and I, I, I respect that some festivals let that slide because every filmmaker has to learn and, and every filmmaker yeah. has made some kind of mistake, but, um, 
so I, it's always tough to say, well, you know, the, the, all those, uh, all the film elements, um, work, I mean, the pacing and the, and the direction and, and what you guys were saying and all that stuff, you know, you guys don't need to worry about that stuff is perfect. Um, oh, and the, the, the question I had was, um, Let's see, how can I put this? Um, this seems like a, uh, I mean, obviously you don't have to say the budget, but this this seems like a doc that was, had the size of a feature, but it was a doc. So um, how did you work into making something that like really could have been a feature doc or a feature story into a 30 minute story well that's um that is thanks to a lot of very talented people um you know filmmaking is such a collaborative art form that i i always feel like i'm the point person but standing behind me is an entire battalion of incredibly talented people each of whom is so important to the success of the film and um, one of the things that I knew was, well, let me just take a step back and just give you some context. I co-produced and I was featured in a film called Walking the Camino Six Ways to Santiago. And that was a feature documentary and it was wonderful and it won a lot of awards. And we premiered at Amdocs actually in Palm Springs. Palm oh, Springs wow. And it was wonderful. And, um, and that process, took from 2008 was the pre-production filming 2009 and finishing in 2013 I believe so that was a long process and I met Phil in February of 2014 and I got the idea to make the film but it took a little time to he kept laughing at me <laughs> when I would say like Phil, I, I think this would be a great film. And he would just laugh and he'd be like, I'm just a guy walking in the mud. What are you talking about? But um, he finally right. did agree, you know, and that's just so Phil. Um, but he finally did agree. And, um, but I knew, you know, he has stage four cancer. I didn't want to start doing something for four or five years. And also I, I worked for free. I'm walking the Camino six ways to Santiago. There is, uh, I, I can't do another four or five years of working for free, but this is oh, definitely a passion project. So I, I wanted to do this. I was willing to sacrifice and, and work for free on this film because I anticipated it having a shorter turnaround time. And I'll tell you, Todd Pinkney did an extraordinary job shooting in Spain first. And then we went up, we, I did some pre before, before Spain, we did some shooting in um, in uh, the Pacific Northwest, in the Seattle area where Phil lives. So I did that, and then I hired Todd and Jessica to go to Spain and shoot there. And then um, when we when they came back, we went up to Seattle again a couple of times and shot more. And the, they they are so good at what they do. Todd just he is an extraordinary talented DP director of photography. So that was a, a blessing and I did pay them, but they, it was not a big budget shoot. <laughs> let's 
put it that way. And then <clears throat> I had an old friend who I contacted, Doug Blush, and I asked if he would come on as executive producer. So you might not recognize Doug's name, but I know you recognize the films that he has worked on. He was supervising editor for 20 Feet from Stardom. He edited oh, The wow. Hunting Ground, The Invisible War, and now this new Yo-Yo Ma movie, which I hope everyone is going out to see, Music of Strangers. Oh, he's, and, he, he, he's the man. I hope people go see that. Yeah, I hope people see it too. Yo-Yo you know, Ma's people amazing. Tend to, People tend to complain about, uh, you know, we have no choice in films. They're all violent. They're all shallow. And when something comes out with heart, we have to go to the theater and we have to support it. And we have to tell our friends after we see it how great it is and that they should go see it too. So that's the little music of strangers is out now. So go see it. Um, But uh, so he came on as executive producer and as supervising editor. So I have, you know, look at this team, just right there, the team. Then we brought in Joe Vaccarino, who did some graphics and animation of a map. And that was one of those things I was talking about that we couldn't figure out. I, I wanted to make a film that you didn't read. I don't mind reading other people's films, so this isn't like a slam or anything, but I didn't want there to be text that you had to read about the history of Spain or the history of the Camino or anything. So we we couldn't figure it out and couldn't figure it out. But as soon as Joe Vaccarino came in as our graphics designer, um, the uh, motion, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not getting the words, the, our animator, he made it the most elegant and sophisticated and beautiful transition. And it just worked. And it, you know, and again, he is not paid a lot of money, but it looks like he was paid a lot of money. So do you see what I mean? Like all of these people. Oh yeah, no, that, I mean, that was beautiful. And I mean, obviously for, for your editing, I mean, for, for those of you that don't know or aren't, aren't big film buffs, I mean, 20 feet from stardom won the Oscar. Um, We actually almost had the director of that on this show. And then he got busy with Keith Richards under the influence. And then he landed another Rolling Stones doc and, and I, and it was kind of funny because the way you're talking about uh, we just look as, at people as people or what will they do? And I was kind of like, well, I guess if my choice was talk with Paul Booth or hang out with Mick Jagger, I'd probably hang out with Mick Jagger. <laughs> so I never take that stuff personally. I'd be, I'm like, huh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but there's um, still time. The, there's still time to talk yeah, to the, Paul Booth. And, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And and those graphics, uh, now that you mention it, that was a great um, option oh. out of reading a paragraph. And yeah. now I what I want to, um, because some people, um, and this question shows that I didn't pay enough attention, even though it was a great movie to uh, <laughs> Emilio Estevez's The Way um, yeah. with Martin yeah. Sheen. That is, right. that is, that's that walk, right? That's the same. That's that the Camino de Santiago. I okay, did that's many what I thought. I was going to say this is the, yeah. this is that walk Martin Sheen does, and yeah, um, yeah. So, I, so yeah. I wanted to let people know that's if you, a beautiful if film. You've seen or, yeah, so if you've seen or you haven't seen the way, um, check it out. If you can't, uh, Ten Palm Springs, or, or hopefully you catch this at another festival because this is the real deal. Yeah. But, um, 
but that's what I was, that's what my reference point was of how yeah. well Spain looked that I was like, wow, these filmmakers uh, made it look and even brought the feeling, even though it was true feeling. So it didn't have to be created by Emilio and his dad. Um, it felt like that same uh, uh, uh toughness sadness whatever it brings the spirituality and that's what I was thinking I was just like um I noticed uh you know I, I thought I don't know if they have an an ASC cinematographer here I don't know if they have somebody who you know but this remote this is exactly like the way and it's uh capturing yeah. it perfectly it's not yeah. I always love when a filmmaker doesn't I call it um what's that famous saying uh uh catering to the band like oh. they're giving us that shot we want because we expect it oh <laughs> and you know like i just hate those well, shots i hate that dolly shot i hate that that one thing that they always think we need to see and and so I liked yeah. that there was just a nice original way that was going with what the moment was. And of course that's documentary, but it can still, documentaries yeah. can still jump towards that. Now we need to see. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Now do you, again, we're going to remind people it's uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, the 22nd at 10.30 a.m. Uh, at the Camelot yep. Theater in Palm Springs. Um, is and and the DP any? will be there. The DP will be yes, there. Todd Pinkney will be there with Jessica Lewis. And Jessica's nickname for Todd is the talent. She always calls him the talent because we all are so in love with his camera work. I mean, he's an incredible DP. And, you know, I, of course, I hope to work with him again, but I also hope that you know, Steven Spielberg sees the film and says, I want that DP, <laughs> you know. Oh, right. That well, good. that's and, and Janusz Kaminski is getting up there in age. All due respect. That's right. Um, right. <laughs> well, we forget that because we're because uh, we grew up with it. That like when we hear that Spielberg's seventy and Scorsese's seventy three, and it's just like, you know, wait a minute. They're supposed to be the young guys that entertain us. Like they're not. You know. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I, I. It's still amazing how they do it. Um. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street. I don't yeah. know how a seventy three year old man made that film. Um, but, uh, for, for, for this, do you have a, um, uh, any other festivals or website or Facebook that you would like to plug or announce? Oh, I would love to. We are still raising money because doing the festival circuit costs money. So we still are very grateful that people see this film and feel moved and they donate. You can donate at our website, um, www.philscamino.com. It's just the name of the film.com. And our, I have a Gmail address of philscamino at gmail.com. If you want to write to me, that's great too. And um, I'm actually leaving tonight. I'm going back east. We're in two festivals back east, Nantucket and the AFI Festival in Washington, D.C. And, you know, I think it was the AFI um, Fest where I had to submit – I, I filled out a kind of a long form and they asked me what, um, what my experience at film festivals had been and what was there a film I wanted to mention. 
And because I was with Walking the Camino Six Ways to Santiago, we did the festival circuit, circuit with that film. So I went to a lot of film festivals. And I, I wrote to them. I said the, the best film I saw outside of Walking the Camino, of course, was um, at Amdoc. And it was a short documentary called Second Chance by a director named David Aristizabal. And one of the other great things about film festivals is they plan a lot of things so the filmmakers get to hang out with each other a little bit. And David Aristizabal was this awesome young man, and we had a great time. And a few months later, I saw that he won the Academy Award, gives out an Oscar for Best Student Film, and he won that year for his film Second Chance. And uh, that I still think about that film to this day. It was so beautiful. And it, you know, in some ways, maybe that was part of my path that brought me to Phil's Camino because any idea I might have had that a short film is less significant than a long film was completely dis- dismantled by his film. Second Chance is a beautiful film, and it was less than 20 minutes, I think. And so it made me realize, like, you can, you can really say a lot. You can have the audience feel a lot. It, it's the story. And that's what, that's what Doug always said. That's why Doug said yes to be part of this tiny little film where most of us are working for free or, or nothing or, or very little. It's the story. He says that all the time. He said it's the story. It's why he did 20 Feet from Stardom. It's why he did The Hunting Ground. And it's why he worked on and really ushered us through um, the editing process on Phil's Camino. And I mean, our film is what it is, thanks to every single person who worked on it, including Doug. Um, so, it, it, and he's also one of the nicest people on earth. And I remember an early meeting where there was a scene that I really liked and I really thought should be part of Phil's Camino. And so he was saying, well, we have to lose this, we have to lose this. And he cut the scene that I loved. And I said, you know, Doug, I really feel pretty strongly about this. You know, I, I think that this, this scene really is important to the overall story. And he said, okay, that's fine. I've only done about 70 of these. So if that's what you think. <laughs> and it was just right. a great way of saying. Like, it was just a great way of saying that scene needs to go for the good of the film. And so it is not in the film that you will see tomorrow at 1030 but someday it will be in a longer version. It's a great scene. And I right. think that, you know, we really did get this film cut to the point where there's nothing else that we could cut out of it. Um, so that's where we want it, you know. And I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited to go to AFI. Um, I'm going to be at, um, there's a film festival in Rhode Island in August. Um, I'm still waiting to hear from other ones, you know, the, some of them let you know way in advance and some of them let you know a couple weeks in advance. So I'm also doing a fundraiser in uh, Lake Forest, California in July, on July 9th. And uh, we're putting together an interfaith panel afterwards to discuss pilgrimage. It's, I mean, it's really been a wonderful journey. Phil is amazing. His story is incredible. And I really feel like it touches people's hearts. Oh, let me mention one last thing. Another friend who I called to get a favor out of was the musician Dan Byrne. And I told him about Phil and his story. And um, I asked if he would write a song to go over our credits. 
And he was like, sure, okay. And then I kept thinking to myself, oh, I got to call him back and tell him more about the story and tell him. He, he had asked me for a couple of songs that, you know, he said, what do you want it to sound like? So I sent him a Bruce Springsteen song, Meeting Across the River, and a, a, another song. And um, and he came out of the blue. He, he just sent me a file one day, and it was the song Walk With Me that, plays over it it actually opens the film and closes the film and it's just beautiful it's just the closing song sounded like a i didn't click to think string sting but i thought you know where did this come from because usually short films don't have a you know some huge song or you know what i mean yeah well i just was blessed with having some really talented friends (laughs) Who, oh who yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, you that's, know, the, the, the feeling I of mean, that, the whole point of everything. Yeah. The, you know, that Bruce Springsteen song meeting across the river and it has real, like uh, a very lonely sounding, but beautiful trumpet. And so that was kind of the trumpet part that I wanted that kind of feeling and Dan Byrne, if you don't know Dan Byrne's music, that's another one to check out. He's incredible. And, uh, and so, you know, we've just been busy, busy, busy. We had our world premiere at South by Southwest. We're so excited for Palm Springs tomorrow and Nantucket on Thursday, AFI on Saturday. It's, if you know people in those areas, please let them know. Our Facebook is um, either my name, Annie O'Neill, O-apostrophe-N-E-I-L, or Phil's Camino um, has a Facebook page. And I try and uh, keep up to date on the website with our schedule and on the Facebook and uh, all donations are so gratefully accepted. A lot of people gave in memory of friends and family who had passed away. And that makes it especially meaningful when I watch the credits Um, because some people gave in, um, in honor of their friends who are fighting cancer now. So we have those names in our credits as well. So it's right. it's a very very moving experience. For well, me I mean, still yeah, it is something. The film. It is something that just affects far too many. So I'm glad that you're also taking that side and not just the filmmaker side to serve the film. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So. As at a, about two weeks, or maybe a little bit more, right after um, Phil gave the okay to make the film and I was putting it all together, um, my sister-in-law passed away from cancer. And it made the whole thing so much more poignant, um, painful in some ways, but also joyful to create this. And I have her name at the end of the film as well, Marsha Sherman. And... um, she was just like Phil too. You know, she just, she was, she was working up until the very end and she had a vacation with her kids planned, you know, a month later. And, you know, she lived every single minute of her life and that's really all we can do. Right. So none of us have guarantees. And uh, so I felt very honored to be able to dedicate this to her and her memory and, and to so many people. And I, I just, I want people to see this because I think there's people who are getting a 
pretty tough diagnosis today even and right now. And if they see this, I think it could give them some comfort. It could give them some hope, could give them some inspiration. And I'm just humbled that, that this film could, could do that. And so, you know, we, we, are, we are hoping to catch the attention of um, the Academy Awards and, you know, maybe get considered for an Academy Award. That would be wonderful. And all of it is wonderful. The fact that people come up to me after screenings and say, thank you, that's wonderful. The fact that people make a donation and they, they write a note and say, thank you so much. This, this, I wish so-and-so had seen this, but I'm so glad you made it. And here's, you know, $10, $100, $1,000. Just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's such a gift. I'm very lucky. Yeah, no, to bring, yeah, no, definitely. Anytime, I mean, that's the importance of bringing film together, and that's kind of what we, even though it's not a social issue, that's why we started this show, because we've had guests from from the East Coast, the West Coast, Hawaii, Pacific Northwest, the South. Uh, um, we're about to open it where we're going to have uh, guests from Mexico, all over Canada, so... It's really to bring right. people together through film and bring yeah. that smile and that joy and share it. Uh, we get that it's a competition. We or we get that film is made into this competition and we get that there is a bottom line and there is return on investment and et cetera. But uh, in, in reality, at the I end of the day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, in the reality, <laughs> at the end of the day, film is just for everyone who loves it it's not yeah. for yeah. you know the four-time oscar winner it's not for harvey right. weinstein because right. he has the most money it's just yeah. Oh. It, yeah it's there and it can transcend and it can tell stories and it can bring uh i mean i even had a best friend that i had a falling out with and uh she knew that i liked almost famous and she called me up to say that the two disc almost famous was out and like we made up oh. and i just thought you know, a DVD really coming nice. out, you know, brought together an ended friendship. So, so yeah, so we, we yeah. really appreciate having you on today. And um, yeah. I'm not going to be yeah, out for this I, weekend, but best of luck with your film at Palm thank Springs. Thank you so um, much. And, and I and, hope uh, everybody will go. There's it, It's in a program with other short films. And like I said, I've, I saw David Aristizabal's film, Second Chance, three years ago. And I think about it all the time. So if you know, you that could that could happen to you too, you go to one of these festivals, and just out of the blue, a little film just really touches your heart. And you find yourself thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it over time. That's, that's really, it's a great opportunity for everybody in Palm Springs, and we'll be bringing it to Orange County, July 9th. So philscamino at gmail.com if you want more info on that or philscamino.com. And thank you so much. This was a, a wonderful opportunity. And stay cool, Palm Springs. <laughs> stay cool. Oh, yes. No, for sure. I, you guys are very had, cool there anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, last year I had a friend that was up there a few days before me. So I just said, hey, I'm, I messaged her. She's a program for another festival, a program director for another festival. And I just said, hey, I'm packing my bag. What do I need? And she just said, Leave your ties at home. Don't bring a jacket. I said, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had my little transplant helping me. So 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been great talking with you. And um, you again, so uh, guests guests that have come on are always welcome to come back. Um, uh, Thank you. You so have much. my email. Uh, you have my number. If if this you know uh, if there's an update on the film or Great. Something Thank you. you. In the future, let us know. We uh, we want to be a show that the guests want to come back because we don't have an agenda. We don't gossip. So we just want to <laughs> let you guys know that that's open to you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're that. welcome. And you have a great day and take care and good luck tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, thank All you right. so much. Aloha. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was a great conversation about Phil's Camino um, with the, one of the directors. And again, tomorrow, Wednesday at Palm Springs, June 22nd, 10.30 a.m., uh, one of the directors and the DP will be out. Um, and we thank you guys for listening. Always a total, complete, utter blast to do these shows. I love it, and I'm stoked that I'm going to go out to Palm Springs one day this weekend, see some films get some more filmmakers for you guys. I want to thank all the PR help and people uh, in the PR rep for this and um, all the people that helped make this show possible. Take care and like always, make sure and watch a good movie today. Aloha. (laughs) 